Welcome, welcome this morning to our early service. If you have a prayer request, if you'll raise your hand and get, and you can fill out a card and we'll make sure that's presented during prayer time. I want to remind you of a couple of things. First of all, the pancake supper is this Tuesday, this Tuesday, that's just, uh, what is that, day after tomorrow at 5.30 here in the Family Life Center. Please come and have pancakes and fellowship for, with United Methodist men. That's pancake supper this Tuesday at 5.30. Also, um, Katie Moore, and she's standing in the very back. Raise your hand. Everybody look, turn around and look. So y'all say Katie Moore. Katie Moore, okay? Katie has volunteered. She has uh, uh, led disciple Bible studies in the past, and she's volunteered to lead another one that would begin on September the 29th. And she has a little handout, and if you didn't get one, you can get one from her to tell us more about it. And I hope that you will consider uh, venturing through the Bible with uh, Katie in this uh, Disciple Bible Study. Wayne, <laughs> come on up here. If you are on the nominating committee and you have names that you need to let me know, please let me know as soon as you can. Also, if you are a, a member of uh, that writes a report for the charge conference, if you could start submitting those, that would be great. Uh, we need those so we can start getting those things all inputted into the computer. We are in, in need of someone to set up and, and uh, coordinate, set up, and refreshments for this service. If you're interested in serving the Lord in that way, we would really appreciate that. And you could come and let me know or Andy know. Wayne. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to remind everyone um, that you can go ahead and sign up for the... Uh, October Wednesday night supper be that first week in October um, just encourage everyone to sign up for it if you can if you can work it into your schedule uh, we're gonna have the menu will be uh, it's gonna be spaghetti and salad and cheesecake so if you're an Italian fan be a good night to come out and um, also the activity that night is going to sort of involve the adults and the children uh, we're gonna try to work out a, a a small bonfire and uh, roast marshmallows and have s'mores and then uh, sort of have a story time and uh, like I said it'll be for all ages so uh, hopefully um, you can you can sign up uh, several ways you can call the church office um, we'll have a insert in the bulletin it next week that you can turn in uh, or you can call Christy and I and uh, we'll we'll make sure we get you down but uh, and we're just trying to have a good number so that's really when asking people to RSVP. But, uh, but if you have any questions, just um, ask me or Christy, and we'll be glad to try to help you with it. Thanks. Thank you, Wayne. In fact, you know, I think last month we had, well, it's the most I'd ever seen since I've been coming to them. So we're really tickled that we had such good participation and hope that you will continue to do that. I think I failed to mention not to, also don't forget, the last Sunday this month is the uh, fellowship, uh, Children's Sunday Sabbath, and that they'll be, uh, we'll be having one service in the sanctuary. That's the last Sunday this month with, the chil with Children's Sunday. So don't forget to put that on your calendar, okay? I believe that's all we have as far as announcements go.
Let's stand together and sing.
pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that we belong to you, Lord, and, and there's just no other way to put that. We belong to you. You are within us, and we feel your presence, Lord, and we especially feel it here today. Lord, thank you for allowing us just to come together as a body of believers and just sit down and listen and soak in your word. Lord, help us just to recharge today. Help us just to get all that we need to help us make it through our busy weeks. Lord, it's in your name I pray. Amen. When I cannot feel When my wounds won't heal Lord, I humbly need Hidden in you Lord, you are my If I could just sit with you for a while, if you could just hold me, nothing can touch me though I'm wounded, though I die. If I could just sit with you for a while. If I could just sit with you a while If you could just hold me Nothing can touch me though I'm wounded though I die If I could just sit Greet your neighbor, tell them good morning. And children, come and meet Miss Kenna on the carpet.
glad y'all are here today. Everybody looks so nice this morning. Did y'all have a good week at school? Yeah, me too. All right. Um, speaking of school, does your school have a lost and found? Yeah. I know our school has a lost and found because we're always losing stuff there. Early in the school year, like now, I bet the lost and found box isn't very full. But as the year goes on, what do you think happens? Yes, what are some things that might be in it? What are some things that get lost at school? Glasses. Jackets, that's a big one. Hats, yes. Can y'all think of one? Anything else? Boots, <laughs> anything, maybe some boots. What do you think? What'd you say? Lunch boxes, that's a big one, yes. All kinds of stuff get lost, don't they? I know at my house a lot of things get lost sometimes too. All right, have you ever lost something that was really important to you? Yeah, I have. I know I have. What did you do when you found out it was lost? Looked everywhere. You didn't just say, oh, well, no problem. I can always get another one. Did you say that? No, no, I don't either. I imagine that we probably searched until you found what you had lost. Well, today in our story, Jesus is going to tell us um, about two different people who lost something very important to them. The first story Jesus tells us is about a man who had a hundred sheep. It's a lot of sheep, isn't it? But one of his sheep strayed away from the flock and became lost. Every one of the man's sheep was important to him. So he left the 99 and he went to search for that one lost sheep. When he found it, he was so happy that he called all of his friends together and said, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. The next story is about a woman who had ten silver coins. Each of the coins was worth a day's wages. That's a whole day's worth of work. The woman counted her coins. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, no, I've lost one of my coins. She looked and turned on every light in the house, swept the floor, and searched until she found that one lost coin. And when she found it, she called all her friends and neighbors together, and she said, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. Do y'all know what rejoice means? What does it mean if we rejoice? Happy. That we're happy, we're celebrating, you're right. Well, Jesus told these two stories to show God's love for us. We're all God's children, but sometimes we get lost. And when that happens, God doesn't give up on us. He searches for us, and he's not ever going to stop until we're found. In fact, the Bible tells us that God sent his son Jesus to seek and save those that are lost. And just as the people in our stories rejoiced when they found what was lost, Jesus says there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. I'm so glad that God loves us so much that he doesn't give up on us when we're lost, aren't you? All right, if you'll close your eyes and bow your heads with me, please. Dear Lord, we are your children, and you love each and every one of us. We are so thankful that you don't give up on us when we get lost. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
We come to our time of prayer, and I want us to remember um, Roy Sheely, who is in the hospital. Also, we want to continue to pray for Rick and Sally, Mickey and Robert, for healthy bodies and minds. Let us pray. Oh God, you are our refuge in times of trouble. Uh, to you, who is the immortal, the invisible, the only wise God, we praise you and offer our honor and our glory to you this day. You are the God whose abundance is beyond knowing. Your grace is sufficient for every need. And still we look at our lives from a perspective of poverty. We worry about what we have and fear that others may seek to take it from us. How easily we forget that we too were once lost and you came to find us. Blot out our transgressions, O God, wipe away our sins. Give us a sense of joy and thankfulness for what we have in place of worrying about what others have. May your spirit that goes before us lead us into a new life in Christ. Fill us with grace that we too may seek out the lost and Bring them to the saving knowledge of your Son. Your love extends to all who are knocked down this day. And we hold before you many whom we've named and others who we name in our hearts now. Oh God, our love reaches out to those whose bodies aches, whose heart is weary or frightened, whose mind is confused or cast down. And in your healing mercy, give strength to all those who suffer. Fill them with rejoicing. May you always be, uh, may we always be open to your transforming touch. Form us anew to accept your will. Help us now as we pray, as the Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The gospel lesson today comes Luke's gospel. We've carried on a little with Luke in the last few weeks. We'll carry on a little bit longer. Luke chapter 15, verse 1. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, they muttered, This man welcomes sinners, eats with them. So Jesus told them all this parable. Suppose one of you have a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and he goes home and he calls his friends and his neighbors and he says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully till she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, and she says, Rejoice with me, 
I have found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we thank you this day for many things, but especially we thank you, O oh God, that we were once lost and now we have been found. We thank you that if we're lost now that we can be found. And we thank you, O oh Lord, that when we feel lost, you're still nearby. We pray in your name. Amen. Well, it was a cool fall day when Fiona and the head shepherd went to mend fences and to check on the sheep that were in the fenced-in uh, place on the hill. Uh, it was important work, and Fiona kept a diary. They were checking on the sheep, and of course that was always fun. It involved a pleasant hike. But something was bothering the head shepherd that day, whose name was Robert. Something just didn't seem right, he said. And so he told Fiona, Fiona to count the sheep. Forty-nine, she counted. So the head shepherd counted two, and forty-nine is what he got. Well, what does that mean, she asked. She was new to her job. One's missing, the shepherd said. What does that mean, Fiona asked again. We've got to find it. And so they began to look around the hilltop. And Robert uh, spotted a break in the fence. And peering beyond, he saw a steep uh, limestone slope. And the terrain was rocky and it was covered with small scrubby trees. It blocked their view to the bottom. I bet she's gone down there, Robert muttered. And the younger shepherd, Fiona, looked warily down the forbidding slope. If she's fallen down there, she's probably died, Fiona offered. Well, maybe she has, but we just can't leave her, Robert replied. All told, there were a thousand sheep on this farm. It was a big flock. But even in a flock of a thousand sheep, it seemed there was no throwaways. We can't leave her, Robert said. She's a val valuable animal. She's a valuable animal. That was a phrase that he would repeat several times that day. So down the slope they clamored, making sure that the other 49 were secure in the field. And so they took with them their indispensable ally, the sheepdog. And so they made their way down. Fiona slipped and slid down the muddy slope, walking from rock to rock. She hung on to trees as she passed them. At the bottom of the slope, she spotted the sheep. Robert says, there she is, lying behind the brush. Running to her, they found her to be hurt, but still alive. Clearly, she had fallen down the hill and could not get to her feet. She was suffering, but not so much that she might not recover. The sheep could not walk, though, and she was far too heavy to be lifted, let alone to be carried. So the shepherd, Robert, quickly laid out a plan. He said, Fiona, you stay here by her side. Don't let her roll over 
If she rolls over, she might die of blue. I'll walk back along the base of the slope. I'll call the veterinarian, and I'll return with a tractor and a trailer to fetch the sheep. Fiona asked, but what about the fencing and other chores we were going to do today? And Robert replied, all the other work stops. She's a valuable animal. And so Robert set off along the base of the slope. He cleared a path for the tractor as he went. And Fiona set about bracing the sheep up with her back. She was cold. She was muddy. She was sore from the day's exertions. And the sheep was very heavy for this young shepherd. She had to brace her feet against a tree so that she could hold her. And the dog sat next to Fiona and kept her company. And for about two hours, but what seemed like an eternity, Fiona sat there with the sheep, telling the sheep not to worry, telling herself the same, telling the sheep she'd be all right, telling herself the same. Meanwhile, the day lengthened. And Fiona looked up towards the sky warily because it was England and it was October. And so over and over she made a silent prayer, please don't rain now. Finally, Robert returned with the tractor with an extra shepherd and they lifted the sheep onto the trailer. They hefted her on and Fiona climbed on behind and there she was with the sheep on the back of the trailer. And she writes in her diary, I was as happy and I tried to make her happy. I felt encouraged and I tried to make the sheep feel encouraged. They arrived back at the barnyard and when they got back there, they found that a whole group of people had gathered and they were cheering them. She said, we were treated like heroes. And the people kept congratulating Robert on finding that lost sheep, bringing her back, and saying over and over, you know, she's very valuable to us. Very valuable. From this true story of a shepherd and a sheep and a young shepherd girl, we hear, I believe, what the Lord was trying to tell us. The story of the lost shepherd who, in the words of the unflappable shepherd Roberts, the good shepherd says, you are valuable. You're so valuable, in fact, that I came down to keep you from dying eternal death, to keep you from being a bloke sheep. And like Robert and other shepherds who rejoiced in the story with Fiona, Jesus said, when the shepherd finds the sheep, he joyfully puts it on his shoulder and he goes home and he calls his friends and his neighbors and he says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. Jesus says, what person among us would not do this? Which one of us would not rejoice? God rejoices over each one of us. God especially rejoices over those who have been lost and are now found. I believe if we're honest with ourselves, God's love for the lost is not always easily grasped. And it may even be harder for some of us to accept. 
for us to find out that God views those lost as worthy of His attention boggles our mind. But here it is. The good shepherd who searches, the woman who searches, the father who looks for the prodigal son. That follows next. There's no doubt that many are lost, and they're lost for various reasons. They're lost by folly. Some are lost uh, by carelessness. Some are lost by willfulness. But being lost does not mean that they cannot be found. Nor does being lost mean that one cannot be restored. What is much harder for us, I believe, to understand is that we've also wandered down the road and become lost. And it is a lost path that we're on if we think that we're self-sufficient and do not need God. When God revealed Himself in the person of Jesus Christ, it was because He was graciously seeking us and our lost situations. You see, it all boils down to the worth of the individual. Now, it's hard for us to grasp God's conception of worth. And when we fail to see a worth of an individual, we sometimes become a nameless lost group ourselves, the self-righteous. We must not fail to understand that each individual is worthy of our love because the Good Shepherd has said that they are worthy of His love. Christ did not say, I have 99 doing okay, so I'll forget that one. He is not satisfied with an acceptable percentage. No more than any parent here could accept one missing child. And we as followers of Christ, we must not be satisfied either. In God's eyes, each one is like the only one that matters. And Jesus explains so clearly in the Scripture that all of the heavenly kingdom's energies and resources are turned on to finding that one lost person. And so should ours. If we seek to follow Christ, we must follow Him into those lost places. Each one reaching one. Nothing is on God's mind more than one misfit who has lost his saltiness, missing and going in the wrong direction. We must seek with our Lord the lost. We must find the joy of discovery as he does. We must realize that it's an activity that can affect even heaven where the angels rejoice when one has been found. I don't know about you, but I can't think of anything I would rather do than to encourage the angels to shout and to rejoice and to have a party. This was a day of rejoicing. They had found their lost sheep. He was very valuable, very valuable. Every day must be a day of rejoicing for us as we look for the lost. Friends, pray not only for those who are lost. Pray as well for those who do not value the lost. Pray for those who cannot understand how God rejoices with all the angels when he, even one of them comes home to the kingdom. 
pray that you'll get a heart for the lost sheep of our flock, of our community, of our world. Don't be afraid. Have courage. God is with you. Remember, you show up and do what God expects you to do and leave the results to God. But one other word I want to say is that you may be one of the lost or you may be feeling lost. You may feel like you're in a lost situation. Today is a day to realize that the Lord, all His workers, all His angels are looking for you, looking to carry you back into the place where you're no longer lost. So I urge you to come home if you're away from home. I pray that you would be like the prodigal and realize that things are better at home. I pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us respond to God's word as spoken and proclaimed with, the, with our affirmation of faith. Let us stand and join our voices together. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus, the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We're called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, in life and death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We're not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. We'll ask our ushers if they'd receive our tithes and our offerings. Sometimes it feels like I'm watching from the outside. Sometimes it feels like I'm breathing. But am I alive? I will keep searching for answers. Aren't here to find. All I know is I'm not home yet. This is not where I belong. Take this world assurance holding me all I know is I'm not home yet this is not where I belong take this world and me Jesus this is not where I belong when the earth
of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the love of God, the fellowship, and communion of the Holy Spirit, may they be yours this day and each day. Amen. Have a great week.